looking at me in such disappointment right now. No, no, it's it's not disappointment. It's that's a way better intro, and you're a much better radio announcer than I will ever be in my entire life. And that's just in the tip of your pinky of your talent. That's all. Fuck you. I mean, maybe. No. Okay. Oh God. well on that note uh let's talk about being over 30 and being rejected uh because i think i fit in that category right now oh god (laughs) so tell me we've talked about it before but this is this is your theory so i want you to tell us okay so beyonce for some reason doesn't fit in this category because she's beyonce yeah i mean i wouldn't i would not break a category because of beyonce beyonce is just a world apart from everything else that's happening ever Lady Gaga almost fit this category until Rain on Me came up. Yep. Um, but Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Madonna. I'm not going to repeat every word, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but Madonna. Oh, there's a gnat. Yeah. Fucking Dean Sage catches the gnat in his hand. All a 80s karate kid style. We clap. Okay. Anyway, we feel like women, once they hit their thirties, not that we feel, sorry, not we feel it feels like the audience or the record companies or the radio stations feel like women in their thirties lose their luster almost. This is not a new thing. Cause if you look at Hollywood, right? Like there's this trend of like 50, sometimes 60 year old men being paired opposite of 20 somethings as love interests. Um, they did a whole comparison and, and it's like the, the age gap has actually gotten bigger. So like the, the stars, the male stars keep getting older and their love interests keep staying in their twenties. Um, women in Hollywood have talked about this a lot. So I don't think it's uh, like, I think it's, it's a, it's a thing. We, once you cross 30, maybe it's not 30 specifically. And I think there was a thing with Sally field where it was like with Tom Hanks, she played his love interest and then she played his mother. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Forrest Gump, she was the mother. Um, I forget when she was the love interest, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's crazy. So it's, it's not unheard of. I don't know if 30 is the magic number in other fields, but it definitely feels like in music when they hit 30 for whatever reason, a combination of things like that's it, they're done. They are no longer a pop star. Um, and I mean, in Hollywood, it's, it's pretty obvious that it's linked to like sex appeal and you know, old white guys making decisions. I'm not sure what's causing it in music. Maybe it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing. So it's just um, with Katy Perry. I just feel so bad. Her new album is amazing. Yeah. I, and this is the thing is like, maybe also there's a, there's a fatigue factor. Like I think specifically in music, people like desperately want something new, right? I don't want to have heard it before, but it must sound exactly like what it sounded like before. And to a certain extent, like no artist is ever going to be able to do that. Exactly. This sounds like quintessential Katy Perry. And it sounds like everything that they rejected on the last album they checked all the boxes and people are still not for it. Yeah, people hate it for whatever reason. People hated witness. And now for whatever reason, people hate smile. I don't like the cover. The The fan I cover, the cover, the fan cover that we saw was such a oh, better cover. cover I better. think even Katy Perry said it was a better cover. Just yeah, she did. She did. she did. She did say that. Um, so there's there's something about the cover that just it was very off putting to me visually, but the album is really good. And, and here's the thing: like, what's your I, favorite song? Oh, cry about it later is coming to mind. What's the one where they sampled the song that I thought was Queen, but it's not Queen? Oh, till the till uh, the world ends. No, oh, no, no it that's, is the world. That's Britney Spears. Oh, 
Sorry, Brittany. Sorry, Katie. Uh, end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, but cry about it later. That that has a good beat. And the music video was yes. Um, so I think cry about it later. Cry. Oh, she's mean, the witch flying on the broom. I was like, get it. Get it. Get it. But the queer baiting possibly. Yeah, we got to get into that. So, um, hmm. There's oh, so there's so much we will. I think we'll cover this in a different episode because you kind of ignored it. But I think you need to watch the Sean Mendes video that just came out. Yeah. Um. The what happened? Well, so the the lyrics are literally, do I keep myself inside? Do I or do I live my truth? Like it, it it's like either he's going to come out or they know what they're doing because it's not the first song where there's been queer subtext to the lyrics to it. I didn't hear queer subtext, but the imagery of a train going through a tunnel is like, it is classic Hollywood sex imagery. Like there is no other interpretation now because of the ridiculousness of the Hayes code. They literally could not show sex. So every time people had sex, the train went into a tunnel. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like an A equals B situation every time. That doesn't mean gay. That could mean straight sex. He's riding on top of the train on his back with a look of elation. The person could be riding his dick. All right. All right. Well, this is why I want you to see it and we can talk about it. And then you guys let us know. Um, but queer, so queer baiting is everywhere. And we were watching the Katy Perry and we were like, hmm. Did she really kiss a girl? Or well, there's is two there- songs. There's two songs. And the music videos made it even more apparent. So in the. But she's never come out as bi. I know. So in Cry About It Later, she says, you're not him you're not her. She specifically says it. And then in the music video, one of her dates is actually a woman. Yeah. It kind of makes me mad a little bit. Um, it should. Queer baiting should make us mad at this point. Yes. I, I want her to full either come out, be like, yes, I'm by. Yeah. Yay. Move or just on. be like, I want the money. And see, that's, so that's, that's the problem. So if you don't know why queer baiting is bad, a history, a history lesson with uh, professor Dean Sage. Um, so queer baiting is bad because in the Hayes code, which if you've never learned, there's some great YouTube videos out there. Go, go, go get it. You'll get it. There's some amazing scholars who talk about it, but basically Hollywood got together and instead of the government saying you can't do it, they decided to tell themselves that they couldn't do it. So they had all these things. And one of the things that they could absolutely not do is show any depiction of positive gayness. In fact, if you had a queer character or a queer tilted character they had to die and die horribly because they're a sinner and damn them right so they snuck in all of this queer coding wait can we talk about that first can, can we can we skirt for a hot second what can we talk about how scream 4 completely eradicated the haze code Oh, well, I mean, so directors know what they're doing now when they compl- like when they like when Wes Craven makes a movie that basically says, fuck you to the, what you used to do to us. The 21st century rules, but I'm gay. And the killer goes, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Uh, so, but okay. So queer coding became a thing. So you couldn't have gay characters, but actors and directors got smart. And so they started to code characters or have characters act in gay ways. So this is where you have the effeminate dandy who just happens to never have a date to the ball. Um, or you've got the, the hardworking, not lesbian woman who lives with her hardworking, not lesbian lover. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> 
it, it, you had all this coding. So when it was literally either illegal or you would get blacklisted for putting out gay content, queer content, it was okay to hide it. I wish people could see me right now. I am literally my, my elbow is on the table. My chin is in my hand and I'm just watching Dean. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting into it. So no, but so it was okay to code things. It was okay to hide things. It was okay to have gay subtext because you couldn't make it over. The reason that we have subtext is because we couldn't just say he's gay and he's a main character. So um, now the problem though, he's a gay. The problem is, is that the people with the spreadsheets got wind of this and they realized that gays eat up anything that is possibly a little bit gay because there was nothing for us. There was no queer content anywhere. So we had to find it in Disney villains. We had to find it in uh, yes. little turns of the wrist and little things that they would say, Ooh, Ursula. Oh. Right. Based on a fucking drag queen. Um, but shh. And don't, don't, don't you dare rec- actually cast a drag queen in the live action. Cause that would be anti Disney. Queer coding was a thing that we all had to do because we weren't allowed to legally exist on screen. Now we are. Yeah. And you're allowed to be a bisexual artist or a gay oh artist God. or a blah, 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 blah. Can we talk about Love, Victor for a moment? A good example of overt, <laughs> just text, just gay text right there. Queer text right in front of us. And I'm actually one of the most so, queer actor. I'm so ready for the second season. I'm so ready for the second season. It's going to be good. So Love, Simon, great movie. Love, Victor. Actually, excellent television show. Booted off of Disney, though. Did you know that? Because they didn't want it to be gay. Because it was gay. It was real. So Disney's like, oh, Hulu can have it. You know what though? Fuck it. If Hulu is where the gays are, that's where we'll be. Because we need gay television shows. But what we don't need is people trying to market to gays by queer coding things, which is now queer, which is now queer baiting. So can we talk about the Bring Me the Horizon song? Yes. So what's what's the song called again? Uh, Obey. Obey. Which that is the perfect song. If you're going to, if you're going to gay bait on a song, at least get it, get it right. Um, so the, we love it. Young, young blood is actually queer. Uh, I think, well, no, he's announced it. He's talked about it. I I swear. I don't know. His songs talk about kissing boys and he talks about fancying boys when he was younger. I swear. All right. I don't know if he's labeled himself. Like, I don't know if he's picked a picked somewhere to to land, but I'm using queer in the overall. He is not heteronormative. He's definitely not heteronormative. And he's open about being non heteronormative. He wears dresses. It's good. It's cool. It's it's awesome. We don't know if the lead singer of bring me the horizon. So this is the problem. So they have the video and it's just two of them screaming at each other. And and then at the end, it's just them kissing but each see, other. The fun, so the funny part is I'm watching the video going, oh my God, there is so much erotic, homoerotic subtext in this video. Now, maybe that's just me. Maybe I just see homoerotic subtext everywhere I go. But then when they kissed at the end, I was like, haha, I'm right. So, but that's the question. Like, is it, is that a good example of representation or is that just simply queer baiting? Cause they know they can get away with it because it's two robots and oh, it's, they didn't actually kiss. It's not like a Madonna, Britney moment. It's just two robots in a pseudo Japanese monster queer. video. I love Britney, but that was queer. Baiting. That was, so there's a good, that, that was queer baiting. It, it, so this is the trouble. Queer, queer baiting is a bad thing. It's a very bad thing. But at the same time, we are so starved of content now. And imagine being black and queer. Imagine being uh, Pacific Asian Islander and queer. 
Like we, we can't even have more than one PAI actor in a movie and they definitely can't be a main character and they definitely have to be a stereotype. Like it's crazy. The lack of representation yeah. that there is everywhere. Yeah. So unfortunately we also eat up the queer baiting when we shouldn't, but we do. We ate up that Madonna kiss. Mm-hmm. We ate, oh my God. So I don't, I don't know, but, but Katy Perry has, uh, she has, she has female dates in her one song. And then in the, what's the, keep I, you kissed, in, I kissed a girl. No, well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. But no, the, in, in the, in her current album, there was this, there's a song about, um, I keep you away inside my head. Tucked. Tucked. There's freaking gay porn at the end of that there video. There is gay porn. Oh my God. The broccoli, which represents her, I'm guessing sort of heteronormative male husband. Yes. And the candy, which represents her heteronormative romance, fucking make out in front of her. And she's like literally like drooling. It's, it's kind of amazing, but it's also like, I don't know if you know this erotic romance is actually written for women, straight women, both here and abroad. (laughs) Oh, I know that. Yeah. So it's, we, we are, we are the subject matter. We are the baited matter, but it's so hard to get like a love Simon so hard to get like a love Victor. And even when we do, and I think the guy that played Simon is a great actor, not queer though. That is why I want to get a world dreams onto an actual thing. That would be so good. So it was nice to have the love interest in love. Simon be queer. Um, he's amazing. We love to, we love to see him. We love to see it. Like, and actually he was a queer, queer person of color, which is even better uh, for representation matters. But um, actually I, I don't know much about the cast of love Victor um, and they're doing a good job. But again, this is the, the, so it's like we can put it on the screen, but we also need to put it behind the camera. We need to put it everywhere. So what I was just thinking was horror movies. Yeah. The black character always dies first. Uh, no, it's, it's classic. It's why scary movie is so radical and yet so stupid at the same time. <laughs> Like it, it's, it, it's crazy. It's actually absolutely it's crazy. Actually, I've watched horror movie. Uh, horror movie. Horror is, is one of my favorite genres. Mm-hmm. And they're, they try to switch it up a little bit. And they're like, now the gay person is the one that dies first. The barrier gaze is a whole other trope. We, you know what? We should actually spend some time doing like, like queer tropes. That'd be kind of a fun thing to do, but yeah, the barrier gaze that's, we, that's get stop. And it's, it's turned into more barrier lesbians lately. Like gay men have gotten off a little bit easier, but like lesbians shit, they're just dying all over the place. Oh, do you know what I want to see hmm. the L word? That's a good show. I, I watched yeah. it a little bit when it was on the air, but that is a good, good show. No, the new L word. Oh, there's a new one. There's a new one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. right. We love our lesbians. Actually, our favorite bar right now is a lesbian bar. It's called the Toasted Walnut. It's in Philadelphia. If you're in Philly, you should totally check it out. It's awesome. It's we go there for karaoke. So if you are in Philly, you definitely need to come to karaoke when it's safe. Do we want to give a shout out to our, our K-pop out there? Because they're doing amazing things right now. They are doing amazing things right now. So Blackpink. Blackpink! Before we hit them, though, just BTS is number one. Is that is that right? This is the first time a K-pop has gone number one yeah, on I'm the U.S. charts. Sure. I'm... Don't quote me. Don't quote Don't us. Don't quote us. Don't quote us. It was number us. one a lot of places. It's dynamite. Dynamite is number one in America. And that's, I mean, it's, that's a big thing because usually, and this happens with like European music. So people could be huge in Europe and just middling, nothing. Like Tove Lo is a good example. Oh my huge, God, I huge love in Europe. Tove Tove. She gets up there, but it's not the same. Tovalu. 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 I don't, I don't want to say it wrongly uh, in, 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 in making a joke. I, I'm sorry. She did say 
Tovalo before. So like, it's fine to say. I think it's become her stage name at this point, even if it's Im- not improperly pronunciated. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, big shout out to BTS. Um, it's amazing to see uh, America. They won big. They won huge, huge at the yeah. VMAs. They won huge at the VMAs. So it's 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 nice to see that coming. Now I think I think K-pop is doing it because they lift styles and and structures. Like um, we're gonna get into be a uh, bit Blackpink. Like there's so many little Motown moments I hear happening in the music. So it's almost like they're repeating our music back to us in a way. See what I heard in Blackpink's music was a lot of Indian influence. Well, see, that's the other thing. They don't just live from American cultures uh, and, and American uh, music stylings, but those from other places. Um, and uh, that's all on the Pacific Asian market. If you, if you didn't realize that India is actually part of the PAI yeah. thing. So they're, they're, they're actually deeply related as <laughs> historically Dean hits the entire console. That is why we have a boom arm. Cause it does not bring any noise into the microphone. So yeah, Blackpink, let's talk about Blackpink because I have, it's the first K-pop group I have liked to listen to. It's the fifth or sixth group. That yeah, you've had more, to. you've had more exposure. I have to say, I, you've had more exposure. You've exposed Cause my sister, me. Cause my sister, yeah. But I, I, like, I like BTS, but I wouldn't like play the songs, but like I would play Blackpink songs See, but on I'm my more, own. I'm more of a female artist kind of person. Myself. You've kind of turned me into a female artist kind of person as well. <laughs> I think it's all the I research love females. I love was well, and, and in working with you musically, like all the research that you had me doing was, was basically all female artists. So yeah. Yeah. But it's funny cause I am of the male persuasion. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes only on Tuesdays. I'm like 75% male, 25% female. You yeah. Know, whatever, whatever we want. So black pink, black pink, you, Liked almost all the songs. I liked seven out of eight of the songs. And I think I like six out of eight. I don't dislike ice cream. I do not dislike ice cream. Yes, you do. It's, you, no, you, you it's a, like it's, it. it's like a good it. constructed like it. song. Like it. It's not something that I want to jam to. You just said, I think I like six out of eight. So you don't like it. There's a, it's not, it's not polar opposites. You cannot. You can, you, you can, you don't like it. You, don't you like can it. You not don't like something and blah, not blah, blah, dislike blah, blah, it at the blah, same blah, time. Blah, blah, you can blah, blah, kind of be blah, blah, meh. It's meh. It's meh. There's a meh category and ice cream is in the meh category for me. That's all. You know what? I don't accept that answer. Let's go to our judges. There are, there no are no judges. judges. <laughs> Kitties. Who do you like better? Mama or Dada? They like Dada. So fuck you. <laughs> They love Mama too. All right, they do not like Mama. Blackpink. Um, it's really cool. They actually did collaborations. Selena Gomez, uh, Cardi B. I. It's funny though. I still kind of like Kill This Love the best out of everything I've heard from them so far. See, I love. Oh, what the fuck is this song called? Crazy over you. Oh my god. Um, crazy over you. Um, like like it's. So good. It's so good. It's, um, and it has this like squeaky noise in it. It's, it's amazing. It's oh, this so is good. a song that the Caitlin reacting person was yeah, like, Caitlin what is Marie that noise? Reacts. Caitlin Marie reacts. She's like, what's that noise? <laughs> it's an instrument. I can't figure out, like, I can't place it, but it's a, it's a, it's like a, I don't think it's, I don't want to say it's Indian. I feel like it's Indian. No, do you know what I thought? It was? I feel like it's in that do you know area what I of the it was? woods. Yeah. It felt like a bed creaking. Uh, 
maybe okay so maybe it was to me it sounded like an actual instrument there's like a there's a couple string instruments like the sitar among them that are kind of come out of india nepal like that area of the world that have a sort of a sound like that there's actually some japanese string instruments that have sort of that whiny creaky and they're kind of cool um but i just i can't believe the name creaky you are whiny and creaky thank you i don't know why we turned this into asmr (laughs) thank you oh god um (laughs) anyway uh so blackpink really really good they call it a mini album we would call it an ep right yes can we talk about something though what so over the weekend yes while at a hotel with my boyfriend yes i tried douching to blackpink so wait i gotta back that up for a second I, i got some questions so does douching require a soundtrack? Yes, because I don't want the boyfriend to hear oh, douching. douching in the same space. Yeah, because I'm at a hotel. Gotcha. Okay. So douching in the same space as another human being requires a soundtrack. Exactly. What was the previous soundtrack? Oh, fuck if I can remember. Like nothing obvious, like push it. No. Push it real good. Push no. it. No. God okay. damn it. I saw I, I, that's not my joke. That's not my joke. I stole that that someone on someone on Twitter did that to her husband. Props to you because that's amazing. But can we talk about douching for a second? Can we, we talk about we it? We can talk about douching. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, just TM, if you go backward in history on this podcast, uh, Eli Lewis gave about a 10 minute uh, how to on his perfect douching routine. If you're curious and 10 minutes is about how long I will douche. So not how long Eli douches, but he was important. So 10 minutes is if, if it's not going to happen in 10 minutes, it's not going to happen. Well, and this, so this is, this is a thing like you, y'all, y'all bottom, 10 minutes, 10 minutes is about how long sex goes. Bottom, bottom appreciation, bottom appreciation. Like there are bottom gays who don't eat the day. Like they, they literally like prep and then they prep and then they really prep. Um, and by that, I mean douching and then they get stood the fuck up. Mary, do you want to talk about the day that I got all ready, got all the fuck ready? I left the house. Like, this is how ready, this is how ready we were. Like sometimes I'll stay here. That's fine. But I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to leave the house. Like you're going to do all the things and then the gentleman will arrive. And I ended up just getting face fucked. That's all. That's all. That's all that happened. All that work. That's all, that's all, that all that work. And not that you don't enjoy face fucking, but you did the work. You put the work in. He ended up just watching me put a, no, this is too much information for, is this too much information no, for that? Never. Okay. He ended up just watching me put a dildo up my ass. For which you probably didn't really need to douche. Although maybe, I don't know. No, you put, you still douche for that. Oh, you I guess it depends to, on the size of the You dildo. don't need to see, I, my dildos are huge. You don't need to see <laughs> doo-doo on the dildo. Doo-doo on the dildo. Yeah. So no, bottom appreciation, you guys, you guys, cause it's mostly guys that need to hear this. Like bottoms do work, repay them repay them it should last longer than 10 minutes i'm not saying that you have to like fuck them hard for no i mean like don't don't hurt them but like enjoy the fruits of their labor that's what i'm saying exactly yeah eat us out for a while yes give it give it love give the clean butt love exactly i was gonna say ass but butt sounded funnier in my head was it funnier no clean butt no butt clean no. we have princess fluffy bottom though you have Princess Fluffy Bottom. Our that's cat. Our cat. If no one wants to know, because probably no one wants to know, but that's our cat. Cats can rim she, themselves. 
Cats can rim themselves. And they do clean out just only on the surface, which is important because they need it. That's a lot of information. I'm staring at you in a very judgmental way right now. As you should, as you should. Uh, but before we go, John, John Patrick. I'm doing a live stream tomorrow because Dean is going to edit this tonight. Yay. Where are we doing the live stream? We're doing the live stream on Instagram. It's at John Patrick official. It's going to be at eight o'clock. And we're thinking of keeping that Monday time slot. So Mondays. It's going to be karaoke night. Eastern. Karaoke night. Singing. Because we would normally go to karaoke on a Monday night, but it's still closed. It's still closed. Yeah. It's still closed. The Toasted Walnut only does it on one day. Our, our, our premier karaoke place wants $200 for us to sit in a room by ourselves. And we don't want to do that. I'm just going to pay we myself. We do not want to do that. We'll, yeah. we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Yep. As often happens when you get stood up. So, uh, Mondays, 8 PM, uh, look for us. Uh, well, obviously we'll be tweeting and Instagramming and Facebooking about it too, but, yeah. um, we're very excited cause this is going to be the delayed official launch of immortal dreams. Yeah. So totally. if you've listened to the podcast, this won't be old or this won't be new news to you, but, um, the live, I always think the live versions of things are just a little different. And I was thinking that we were, we, we practiced today and the live version is a little, a little different. I like it. It's a different, yeah. it's a different flavor. So you can listen to the EP, but you can also listen to it live. Yeah. Live is good. <laughs> Other than uh, Instagram, which is John Patrick official. Where else can we find you? At John P underscore music on Twitter. Even though I don't tweet at all. All I, all I do is like stuff. So if you like porn. Yeah. No, I, I retweet and I like a lot of porn. And I also like funny things. And I like political things and I retweet political things, but yeah, I also like, so my Twitter is 50% political, 50% uh, porn. So yeah. 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 And it just, you never know what you're going to get at the particular time. So it's like, it's like a shuffle of the deck, shuffle of the deck, the deck, which is a teaser for something in the future. Show me your deck. What's that? We'll say it later. Oh, I don't know. Okay. You can find me at Dean Sage Media on Twitter and on Instagram and maybe a website. I was inspired today. I might I might put a website out there and see if people will buy my stuff again. I don't think so, but we'll try. Um, and if you want to get a hold of me about the podcast, at Gay Sexcast on Twitter is the only thing the podcast has right now. So hit us up. Let us know. Uh, let us know what you thought of the Sean Mendez thing. Was it queer baiting? Am I just reading into everything? Do I need no? Anyway. And we'll say bye for now. Goodbye.